You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned in to the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, right, Brooklyn, what up? Shit, me. You already know the vibes. It is your girl Chanel Simone, and of course it's your girl April B. Your two favorite Brooklyn baddies. Yes, and it is the Fluhead, Gruhead podcast where worlds, worlds collide, no, no matter where you reside. reside. Mm. I love crazy. that. I do. <laughs> Right, so you already know who we got in the building. Well, you don't know if you do know, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, we say, uh, he say. Right. We got. <laughs> we Y'all have, got some slacks, bro. Right, we do. We have international DJ, Mitch Master David. Oh, you got read applause. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Right, I'm sorry. Right. Nah, you can, sorry, you can clap sorry. it up for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it sometime. Cause hey, you, you have if you, you don't, don't do it, yourself, nobody else will. And don't and don't follow that that crap that they say. Self praise is no recommendation. Self praise, you gotta praise yourself sometimes. You do. Yeah, you gotta. What, what, what Mister Vegas said? I am black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now we about to name all the reggae dancehall right, songs and stuff. Don't, since don't get us started. So before we do your check in, yes. The only reason why we say don't get us started because like we said. Your two favorite Brooklyn baddies. I'm I'm full blown Trinidadian mm-hmm. to the bone. Trini. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> what a scene. Right. So this is every time somebody from the culture come, it's just like so refreshing because because they get us. Yeah, they get us. They do. <laughs> they do. Uh, so who y'all be interviewing? Oh, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, we had a lot of people, but you know what? Um, I don't think we've had a lot of like. West Indian. West Indian people mm-hmm. come on the show. We have so. one oh, wow. Jamaican. One Jamaican. Well, mm-hmm. we have to cool. fix that. Carrie Ann. Oh, Carrie Ann, yes. Shout out to um Brooklyn T. Yeah, Carrie Ann, Jamaican. Jamaican, Jamaican. <laughs> you um, said Carrie Ann from Brooklyn? Yeah. Um, well, she owns a coffee tea shop called Brooklyn Tea in okay, Yeah, okay. but she's originally from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had one African, DJ Doucet. He's Big Crits oh, and DJ. Tandy. Yeah. And Tandy, yep. Right. So where were they from? Brooklyn too? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um, no, they, Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm just trying to see if there's a pattern here. No, I mean? no, no, no. <laughs> we have people from all over. We have, it's called yeah. flu here, grew here. So it doesn't matter where you come from. Yeah. You know, we want to talk to you. So, all right, let's get into it. Because before we start with the check in, we're gonna play a little game. Okay, already. Yes. Hold on. Oh, he taking he taking <laughs> shots already. That's part of the Those game. Oh. All right. So we're gonna play. Flu- you know, that. I would have taken. It's okay. We, we, we got you. We got you. We got you. So we're gonna play first class versus coach. Huh? First class versus coach. Okay. So let's hear it. we have this nice big fish bowl, <laughs> and there's wife of the fish, but. <laughs> <laughs> And in here is going to be a couple of um, subjects or whatever. To, okay. And on these, you're going to have to tell us which is first class and which is coach. Okay. So if it's first class, you're yeah. obviously fucking with it. But if it's yeah. coach, then it's a... Oh, we're not going to say them? it's a no-go, but right. it's a no-go. Right. But the number one rule is if you can't really pick one and you just like, oh, no, I'm in between. Baby, you see that red cup? All right. Go All right. I got drink you. it up. I got you. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's hear it. Let's, let's hear go. it. All right. Let's shake up all t- four options. <laughs> shake it. Shake and go ahead and pick. Shake it. So. Shake it. Yeah. I, I knew he was going to pick the big oh, one. Oh, he's okay. The little one. He wants yeah. me to read it. All right. So which one is first class and which one is coach? I'm Still in Love by Marsha Atkin, or I'm Still in Love by Sean Paul. 
Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, because I played Sean Paul and um, Sasha Virgin. Uh huh. So, which which is first class again? Which is first class to you? Which one would you pick, the original or the remake? With the remake is dope too. Mm. Depending, yeah, the remake is dope, but it depends on what the, the the demographics I'm DJing. So probably I'll take a shot. I'll say. Oh, oh taking a shot. I'll take one. We, <laughs> we never turn down. So on that beat, right? Mm-hmm. I know, I know we have to move on, but on mm-hmm. that beat, you have, um, see me, me pants and thing. Ah! See me hip and thing, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Nah, pop, no, start. That song is a big hit amongst, <laughs> like, yeah. all the West Indians. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, which one, which one again? Um, Sean Paul. My name should have me. I'm a big fat. Hey! <laughs> Listen, don't, look, <laughs> Chanel, I'm ready to go out after this. I want to come from Mr. Kans and Spring. He not make clocks and nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even our producer back there dancing. <laughs> right. So, okay. Okay, he took a shot. He took a shot. Okay. Yeah. Then we got to so pick. Both. Let me read his. Oh, he, he'll let you it. read it now. Okay. He just picking a big Come ones. on, Simone. Let's go. Right. All right, so which one is first class or coach? Reggae dance hall or Afro beats? Oh, not another shot. Yeah, because I love both. I love mm. all genres, but I'm Jamaican for for one, and um, I'm a, I'm a world pro, I'm a world DJ, and, yeah. I'm, and mm-hmm. I'm all for fun, mm-hmm. and you know, not toot my horns, but part of Afrobeat success, especially in the mainstream of Atlanta, mm-hmm. I was I, I'm I'm that person that helped yeah. it. To yeah, get toot to your it. horn, mm-hmm. toot you know your I mean? horn. It's people like me, fully focused. Um, that was in the mainstream and stuff like that. And I was in the, the mainstream a little heavier because Focus was traveling and all that stuff and E. Cool and all that, you know, Sam, mm-hmm. Sam Q. So we were there. Yeah. You know? Okay. Got you. And we're going to dig, dig into that too mm-hmm. with this Afro Beats and Dance Hall. Yeah. Just throw everything for the table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's a Ask real- me all of them. Let's go. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And is coming like the ball already called a record. Don't make up. So which one? Club life or tour life? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, we coming. Like yeah. We coming with the heat. Shout out to our producer. Oh, he took another oh, shot. Yo, this is the Hold first class. The first time. <laughs> okay, well, he got one more. Okay, so yeah, elaborate. Because you know what? You know what? So, so, so let me tell you why I drink. Because he got two more. Both of them give me different vibes, right? Mm-hmm. So the club is more intimate. You, you 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 can you can see the people, you can feel the people, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Concerts are a tour life. Sometimes it depends on who you go on tour with. Mm. If, if I was the headliner for the tour, mm-hmm. it would have been. I wouldn't take a shot. I would say tour life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But club life ra- um, raised me. Club life got me to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So I have to represent what DJing for. For like a large crowd, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a different feeling, bro. Okay, it's a, it's a different vibe. It's it a different is. Feeling. It's a lovely feeling. Right, I be trying I'll to be like, that. I be trying to be like Uncle Waffles. I'll be the club like. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yo, they, I yo, can't. I give them props. They, they they came up with something. They got it. Let's see what. Look, is. you got you got two more. Hey, you read that. Now one. you read all that right, one. Right, all right, all right. Bujabantan versus Sizzler. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, so so both artists, right? Um they have such a huge catalog, it's gonna be hard for me to even pick. But I would tell you this in terms of impact, cultural impact, mm-hmm. or 
generational impact Same or it's going to be both but Sizzler mm. when Sizzler came on the scene like mm-hmm. in the in the mid 90 like so 96 95 run about I think 96 90 coming up the line right he actually changed religion in Jamaica he forced not forced but musically he had a lot of people switch from being a ballad to a rasta mm. Mm. So at that time, it's like, I don't know if you remember, how old, you, you guys born in the 90s? Yes. All right, so coming up coming up to year 2000, <laughs> everyone was panicking, thinking the world was going to stop. Yes. And stuff, mm. the new millennium. Yeah. Y2K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I grew up in Jamaica, so moving around in Jamaica, every corner there's a church, a crusade, a tent set up for some, um, what you call it, some, some trying to, get people in the church to baptize and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have the music that was pushed in that, that, that scene that, that, that helped to turn the youth into Rastafarian and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sizzla was a part of it. You had, you had artists, it started off with artists like Anthony B, Determined, um, Capeton was there, then here comes this little kid called Sizzla Kalanji. Mm-hmm. And, yo, he, like, musically, he changed the whole... The whole course of, mm. of 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 religion, right? I love someone who knows, knows their the co- culture, history, history yes. background, yeah, yeah. right? He because if he it's gonna say time. it, he gonna speak on yeah. it. What's yeah. the last one? Okay, here's the last one. Yeah, let's see what <laughs> the last one. All right, Cartel versus Movado. Ooh, oh. ooh, Gaza or say. Gully? <laughs> Gaza, Gaza. It's so corny, but both. Because let me tell you why. Yo, I, I mean, think I, I think he just came to drink. Nah, man, I don't even drink like that. But you guys, this god guy. But 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 um, again, culturally, um, these two guys they did something that has never been done. We have never seen like a singer versus like a DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like a singer. Or, just imagine like an R&B singer versus a rapper, and they're beefing and they're going back and forth. Like Chris Brown versus, let's say, mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage, or Chris Brown versus the most hardcore future. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they're going back and forth with diss songs and all that stuff. So we have never seen that, and um, they made a mark. You know, absolutely. Um, only thing Definitely. I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed where both of them is at career wise right yeah. now. Yeah, mm. where one is locked up and Movado is kind of stuck it's here a, and mm-hmm. he still has his legal issues. Mm. You know, so that's the only thing I'm kind of kind of upset about. Right. All right. Well, you wow. survive first class versus coach. I mean, survive. I drink everything. You drink everything. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. Well, I don't know about survival, but. <laughs> You got some drinks, so. Yeah. Right. Baby, this was in first class history where the guests had That's not t- picked anything. 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 It's been a tie all. But that shows we coming with the heat. Mm. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that's called being a politician. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly if I said Bujo or, or if I said Scissor, Bujo would be, yo. David Bonner, he called me David Bonner. David Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> David Bonner, I, I know they say, yeah, I don't deal with that career. I see the I choose. So I stay over there, so. Could Bujo only still stay in Jamaica still? Or he could yeah, for, for the time being. You know, I think, I think, I think, I think, even though he has legal issues, I think, um, yeah. We, we might see him in the States here um, pretty 
pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. Like we I'm definitely thinking about lookout. another two years or so. Okay. Nothing is impossible. Right, right. So I got a random question to ask you, mm-hmm. and I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. But when DJ Khaled sent that plaque. Sizzler. It was Sizzler. No, it was a Sizzler. It was Sizzler. Yeah. Do you agree with Rocky? No, I don't agree. They have personal, they had some personal um, Issues, differences. Right? It, like, yeah, not not really major to, to um, for it to lead like that or, you know, mm. but I can't see Khaled disrespecting Sizzler in a manner where you say, fuck, fuck, fuck Sizzler or fuck yeah. Khaled. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can't see and that And burn the plaque. Because for one. Khaled is heavy. In the Caribbean culture, man, that nigga he, and been heavy. Bojo Sizzler, so, mm-hmm. Sizzler, Bounty, Capitan. Cap- yeah, he Cap- rides mm-hmm. for them. He don't even care too much about being a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And he rides for those four artists. Like you hear him playing those artists yeah. in the background of his um of his, his life from time to time yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People like that, you don't you don't you don't really chastise. You know, it's a conversation. It's it's a phone call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's not answering, just 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 just, just hold up, bro. Hold yeah, it. Hold that hold I never, I never support that. Imagine how Khaled felt. No, 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 no. I know people that that know, I know yeah. His, his inner circle and they were they were heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you They're know, like, Khaled don't like looking like he. At the time when he had me, he was he was in the Middle East. Um, I think or Saudi Arabia or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yo, mix, um, boy, he ain't taking it too good." Damn. Like, real. What happened? Um, it's confidential. They told me what what happened. Yeah, well, but you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, let them speak about it. It's yeah, their, their issues to speak about. So even though it was confidential to you, was it like really because of that? Like something? Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, that I was like, yo. No, it could have been a conversation it, it, it between them. Yeah, the clear yeah, that could have been a conversation, but again. His emotions, egos, and the people that are around. Yes, right, and right, that's right. what I was about to say. You know that that entourage that probably. Fuel the fire. Cause yeah, if anything you say, Dada, no, hold up, Dada, whoa, 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 no, we're not doing that. But you see, Caesar is a is a boss, boss, boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, he's 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 the man. You know, so people gonna conform to what he anything that Dada say. Yeah, that's right, right, right. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. But he's an intelligent guy too, so he knows how to speak. He knows how to articulate. He's he's a very educated person. So that that was a conversation. Mm. But I think they're good now, though. Yeah. Well, they, I, I know. Yeah. Khaled ain't going to let that ride. He ain't going to let yeah, that ride for now. too long. I think they're good now. Right. So, y'all, that was the first class versus coach. Y'all, y'all give it up for Mixed Master David one more time, y'all. Oh, I forgot you guys What's up, everyone? It is your girl, Chanel Simone. And your girl, April B. of, of the, the Flu Here, Grew Here podcast. And I'm here to tell y'all about this bomb-ass vodka, Bomade. Baby, when I tell you this is vodka, but it's not the typical vodka that you used to. Okay. All right. Now, listen, y'all. It's in 125 locations across 11 states, a black-owned business. Now, listen, if you can't find it in a local spirit store next to you, make sure you run to bombayvodka.com to get yours today. All right, y'all. So listen, first class versus coach. But now let's really get to the check-in because what Flu Here Grew Here is about is establishing where we come from and how that helped raise us or and you know put things in us that that helped us grow and where we landed and how that helped us grow. So tell us a little bit about where you're from originally and really just because you've traveled all over the world, you've been all over the world. How has that helped you grow in your artistry and your life? So yeah, I've been a couple of places, but um <laughs> <laughs> Oh he humble. <laughs> humble. 
So basically, I'm from um, so I'm the rural community of Saint Andrew, mm-hmm. or or the parish, the rural parish of Saint Andrew, um, called Mount Friendship. It's so weird the name that they <laughs> gave that place, Mount Friendship, <laughs> and the people don't live in fr- they don't have any friendship. Friendship. That's, <laughs> that's a damn shame. Well, in any case, yeah. So that's outskirts of on the outskirts of Kingston, um, like 20, 20 minutes drive. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. ten minutes, fifteen minutes drive without traffic. Um, yeah, I came to the States when I was 20, 20 on the, no, 19 on the dot. Okay. So, yeah. so I spent my 20th birthday here in, um, in Miami, as a matter of fact, in Miami. First place I landed, Miami, then moved around to Fort Lauderdale, then I helped someone to move from Miami, from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta. And, I, and the first time I came here, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's it. I'm not going back to Miami. Wow. <laughs> how, how, old <laughs> huh? how old you were? How old you were? This was like 21. Oh, so oh. you didn't oh. stay too long in Miami. Year. Nah. Who nah, took so. you to Atlanta? I mean, who brought you to Atlanta? He said he someone me. relocated. I helped oh, okay. someone to move here. And then I came here. Because I had a cousin Think that lived him. there. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been trying to tell me, to, yo, you need to come to Atlanta. But mm-hmm. when I came here and actually saw, it, wa- it, it was a vibe that I can't explain. You know what I mean? I don't know what it was. When I came here... It just captured me. And mm. then I Right. You probably like, not the first, but you know, it's rare we hear people, oh, I came to Atlanta and I loved it. Yeah. And I, you I came to people, Atlanta yeah. before even Atlanta was, was Atlanta. Atlanta today. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I yeah, came here Atlanta like in today. 2001. So that's when. Okay. Um, yeah. The first trip was two th- tw- um, 2000. And the, the, the second trip was to relocate was 2001. So when I came here, everything was going up like the uh, the the, mm-hmm. the the little john era was coming yeah coming the crunk era and Snack all of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um it it, it 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 i saw old bucket like the party strip bucket like when you could walk from one club to the other mm. like it was a whole bunch of club like you were in salt on salt beach it was a vibe mm. espn zone on on in dang the rest middle of the espn zone man you know what i mean it was a lot of stuff that was here that Culturally, that sh- um, one twelve was a club. That, um, <laughs> yeah, was it, I was that gonna say chocolate. Was it, it chocolate? No. Yeah, I remember chocolate. So okay. before mm-hmm. even chocolate, mm-hmm. um, that place was called Planet Q. Mm. That's when we started. Out. When it was just a flea market, one side of the flea market, and the other. You know what I mean? Before it was a club club. Yeah, yeah. He the real Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, I put in, I put in some time here. I put in some time. Right. So what would you say, like, in your travels from Jamaica to Miami to Atlanta over the years, like, what has contributed to your growth, like, in these cities? Like, what inspires you from each of these places? Seeing other people grow. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing other people grow, seeing um, the potential of, 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 of can, you, can, you can achieve anything you want. Um, if you apply it or be around the right people or right circle of fr- have the right, having the right circle of friends or... You just work towards it because it's there in, right in front of you. Yeah. You know, you just have to go after it. Mm-hmm. So that gave me a vibe. And what introduced you to DJing? Um, boy, so when I was like 10 years old, I saw some guys, some of my, my neighborhood, because in, in, in Jamaica, we grew up like... Mm-hmm. What is it called? Pasta Pasta Autumn Parties? No, not really so much so, because mm. we're in the, in the bush. It's not okay. most activities oh, yeah. happening. Okay, so okay. like where Pasta Pasta is, is like in the... K- Kingston, Kingston. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of activities. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's things to go to. There's 
It's know, like fun. being in Atlanta, but going back yeah. to like Gwinnett. Like the it only ain't. Thing we yeah. see is that old um or older cousin or a gentleman that grew up in, in the community, the, going from the farm back to his house or oh okay, you know what I mean. So it's not much activity happening where we're from, but we still made 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 it fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Right. So one day they had a they had like a bar in the co- in the community and and the bar was like close to where I live. So my guy, my friends, they set up the sound system to, to, to do their thing. And, bro, I was, like, right there. I hate to say it, bro. But I was <laughs> there from, <laughs> I was there from, they, they set it up until my mother said, yo, time to go home. Like, that's probably, like, 10, 11 o'clock. Mm. It was a holiday weekend to that. And that, that right there kind of pulled me in. And, and I started hanging with them, those guys. Mm-hmm. And then it was it from there. It was you know? it. He said it was that was yeah. it. That, yeah, was, that it. was it. I broke a couple needles and all that stuff. Mm. You know I mean? So did you start in Miami or Atlanta was your breakthrough? No, 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 no. So I started out from from Jamaica. Oh, so you was DJing in Jamaica? Yeah. So okay. So um, so over the years, as you go different places, you improve mm-hmm. and you adapt mm-hmm. like different styles. So from leaving from Jamaica, I adapted the style of DJing from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, then I came to Miami, then I adopted, you know, because you, you're improving while you go, right. you know, because I wasn't the best in Miami, but at the same token, I wasn't the worst. <laughs> 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 you know, but Atlanta kind of, kind of. Really solidified your talents. Yeah, so say it again. Solidified your talents. That's that tequila. That tequila <laughs> vodka, that vodka, shout out I to Bobby pro- Vodka. <laughs> I can't pronounce my words. What, what, what's solidified? Solidified. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. We got you. Yeah. yeah. We got you. be getting me too. I'll be like, mm. <laughs> Right. So when you um first started, you was, were you a straight dance hall reggae DJ? So no. Um, so growing up in Jamaica again, um, you hear so much different genres of music in mm-hmm. Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a radio station that played pop. You had a radio station mm. that played old school disco. Mm-hmm. Um, old days, new music, mm-hmm. all country, even country music yeah. too as well. So there's a lot of my musical background is from right. that, from mm-hmm. radio and sound system culture mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so, um, what was the question? It's matter. No, pretty much. Well, no, <laughs> pretty much. No, because um, the, <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, I asked my parents not too long ago too. Like I said, I'm from Trinidad, and I just assume. Everyone was blocked out from the United States. They, yeah. Nah, right. So I asked my mom. My mom was like, what music was y'all listening to? Because my mom is hip to all the old school music. She was like, girl, we was watching Martin, 227, like pretty much like whatever the U.S. was doing. that, we weren't privileged to having multiple different TV channels and all that stuff. In Jamaica, we had two TV channels up until a certain time. Up until probably like I would say 90... I would say 92, 93, when cable was, like, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's when... I think that was a downfall of Jamaica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because my mom knows some Luther Banjo song. I'm like, no, you so, knew this so, so listen, She was like, yeah. On the radio in Jamaica, they had, they had, um... They had, like, a countdown show called Rick D's Countdown. Okay. Right? So Rick D's Countdown would give you all the top 10 hits, or top 100 hits. Oh, from here okay. to Jamaica. 
But during the, the, the whole course of, of, of time, like I don't know how the program directors in Jamaica stayed on stayed in tune with what's happening in America, mm-hmm. but they will be up to date with what's happening here, like from the new Whitney Houston's, um, mm-hmm. the 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 you name it, you know what I mean? You name right. it, the Michael's Michael Jackson's, like yeah. you said, Luther Vandross. Even we go even further than that. We stepped up. We they didn't just play black music. Ear supply. <laughs> you ever heard of ear supply? Uh-uh. Okay. You heard about that? Elton John. Oh, El- okay. I know oh, yeah. We know Elton John. They didn't. Right. I don't even think they knew that. The Beatles being, being and stuff. That Jamaica is homophobic. I don't even think they knew that. Knew that, that he was out there. Right. Yeah, no. I don't think they knew that. But but I see him talking. That wasn't even a, a fact at the time. We just know good, good music. music. Right. And that that was what it is. You know what I mean? We know the teleprender gas. Uh, mm. All them people. Oh, turn Al off Green, the lights. Exactly. Al Green. <laughs> you name it. Okay. You know? So we those those and funny enough. At one point, I thought like a lot of those um, Jamaican reggae singers, mm-hmm. they used to do like covers of the. Yes, yes. yes. I was just gonna say I mixed it. So, so, mm-hmm. so sometimes I used to think that that was the original. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, like, oh wow, look with the with the old reggae beat behind it, like oh, and then you hear Lu- he'll hear Luther Vandross singing and be like, why they stole that song? Like, I think, I think the latest one was um um Ghost. Singing a song called Bodyguard. Um, if I be my bodyguard. <laughs> when, I, when I heard that song, I was like, yo, I don't even sing. I don't even write that song. <laughs> no, that's true. I've heard a lot of like Caribbean say that too before. What? All right, funny enough, funny enough, there's a famous singer in Jamaica called Sanchez, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we know. We know Sanchez. <laughs> All right, good. With the young girl. I think in, in this day, I think Sanchez, vocally, he could compete with. Any yes. American singer and body them niggas, right? Point blank, yeah, right. But the nigga never write none of most of his songs. songs. Right, <laughs> life is no game. They probably, probably one of the songs he wrote. Never this the man with the angle. Uh, or or or, or, or me and my friends. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk because obviously now you've been DJing for a very long time, right? So yeah. you've gotten to see the evolution of DJs from when, you know, back then when DJs were the height of the party, you know, yeah. y'all carrying crates are. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still are. You know, but now it seems like DJing or people don't seem to respect the DJ as much as they did back then. You see people thinking they could just buy a Mac computer and do it or, nah. you know. So what do you think about the representations of DJ now versus back then? I think it's even better now, if you ask me, because mm. um, DJs, few, few, um, a majority of the DJs that's coming up now have made themselves into an artist. They realize that they're more than just mm. a DJ. Yeah, and we gonna get, get into that, that yeah. Too. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, just like what's what's the name of the girls you you just you mentioned earlier? The um the the, the, the I'm a piano girls. Um, oh, um, Uncle Waffles. Uncle Waffles. Mm-hmm. Uncle Waffles. So like Uncle Waffles, they're, they're DJs, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But they add a twist to it where they dance. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, it's 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 better now, and I think 
when people refer to DJs as just buying a laptop and just trying a thing, it's just give them some time to grow. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think there's no ill intent or no disrespect to it. I just think that they just lack of knowledge and they just need to grow. Right. So speaking of, like you said, you're an artist. So one of my favorite songs, Stunting, of course. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, you like did the research. Now we up, now we up, now we up. Now First of all, I think people underestimate Versimmons, first of all. Like, Big he, facts. Yo, he Big is facts. talent. 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 So, like, I want to ask you, talk about that project, but also talk about you stepping in as an artist, producer. So, Verse, Verse invited me to the studio, Icon Studio, and um, he's like, yo, I have... I have <laughs> Whenever I refer to Verse, I have to try and talk like him. <laughs> I've tried to talk like a VI got Virgin Island have one of the best <laughs> accents, I think. He's like, yo, David, I have a song I want you to I want I want you to listen and tell me your feedback. So he played a couple records, and when he played a couple records, um, I heard stunting. I'm like, yo, bro, all them records bad, bro. All them records fire. What's up? What what's the next move? Well, he say, I think this one, this one fits you. And that was stunting. Mm-hmm. So, but but he had like an open, a open, um, a open, like he had an open couple open verses. Okay. Song, mm-hmm. Right. So after he did his chorus, his verse, there was an open slot in there. I'm like, yo, I need to try and get a big rap up on this. You know, the mm-hmm. typical Jamaican producer mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. I need to get a big rapper on this, and I pitched it to a couple of people. Uh, they, they wasn't getting it. You know what I mean? Some people say they have albums coming out, yada, 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 mm-hmm. and stuff, but... Who you pitched it to? Huh? Do you want to say? I pitched it to um, Titty Boy, 2 Chains. Okay. Uh, he had an album coming out at the time. Uh, you was going to put t- 2 Chains on Stunting? Yeah. No, I don't see it. So that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing with music. So sometimes we don't... Sometimes when stuff are too predictable... Mm-hmm. then it doesn't really hold like a, a nostalgic value to it. But when, when you take like you take like a left artist, because mm-hmm. these artists are all great artists. Yeah. You know I mean? They're all talent. Tant- mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, and when you take that artist, like, like you say, you take a, a, titty, a titty boy and put him with on a dance hall track, mm-hmm. it's, it, it does something. It's like, yo, I never, th- I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's like right. Elephant Man doing Juke Gal with Twister, Twister. and... Mm-hmm. Um, young bloods, you know. Elephant man, that's me. But look how big that track was. Yeah, that track was big. And, uh, hey, I would, well, I would love to hear two chains mm-hmm. on a dance song. Yeah, yeah. So that two chains, I still think two chains. I still think I can revise it because that record never really got the push that he's supposed to get. And it was a bomb song, you know. And that's that record can still. Because one thing I realized, a record is never old. Old is right, right. And I'm glad you said that. Because, like, look at Chris Brown's Under the Influence. That album came out three years ago. I just mentioned that to somebody yesterday. Listen. Okay, that's because he had 40 songs. No, yeah, he did. But just it's just the evolution of, like, how music works. So, yeah, you can always rework a song. Like, you know. Yeah, all them songs was bangers. So, so after, after, um... So then I have a friend that I work with. She's she's part she pretty much one of my partners with 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 my my music, mm-hmm. my music. Anything to do with music, she's she's involved with it. Mm-hmm. Like a, her name is Winnie and um Winnie I pitched it to Winnie and Winnie was like, "You know what? She yo, she's you she you never hear nothing negative from her. You know what? 
let me send it to one of my friends. And she sent it to Oxlade. Mm-hmm. Before Oxlade got What came out with cool last? <laughs> I told you that's one so, of my... So, so you see, you only know him for that, that song. That song, but... But Oxlade at the time, he was dope. He had a song called Away, 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 oh, Away. Oh, dang. Away. He had dope. Like, it's like a core, like one of those... Like, um, what you call... What you call um, Kanye's choir... Oh, oh Sunday like service. Sunday service? Yeah, so like, like, mm-hmm. like it has that vibe to it, and it sounds really nostalgic, like Afrobeat, mm-hmm. real African music. Okay. Like real, um, before Afrobeat. Okay. So in any case, I pictured, to, um, she sent it back to me. I was like, yo. I'm like, yo, this is bad. All right, let me see where so I can get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you was just going to keep adding artists at the artists. I felt like I met Winnie. Did you, <clears throat> I saw you at, you was DJing at the Big Tigger, his birthday party. Yeah. I think you introduced me. I don't know if she was from Trinidad something. You introduced me to somebody from Trinidad. No, no. Winnie wasn't there. Oh, she, she wasn't there? Was, it was somebody. There. He was like, oh, she's Trini, Trini, Trini. You know, all of y'all get together. Woo. But the name sounds familiar. Yeah. That's how I always do. Like, I always <laughs> try to, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, together. you know, I'm from Trinidad. He was like, oh, 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 you, you come. She from Trinidad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Love that. Was that the first time I met you? That was the first time I met you. He I, was DJing. And it was at the big ticket party. You know me. I was a, I was a drunk too, low key. And then too, he was done. And I was like, yo, let me tell you something. Every time there's a party with his name on yeah. it, I nine times out of ten, I'm showing up. Yeah. Well, you see, that's that's a, that's a, even one of the craziest things, especially with the whole big ticket thing. I'm I'm in Jamaica watching this man on right on, um, uh, rap, rap city. city, rap city, right, the basement. And um, I'm like, yo, here it is. I'm standing next to this man. Mm-hmm. I didn't send him that video clip to. Uh, here it is, I'm standing <laughs> next to that man and 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 I'm hosting his what's it, his fiftieth birthday or something like yeah, that? Yeah, fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, life life has a way Crazy. of putting you in some full places. Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting you in some place that you would never expect. Right. Because that's how ever I was like, yo, I oh my god, every time you DJ, you just he turns it up. Like everybody else be cool, but one thing about Jamaicans, one thing about DJ, y'all gonna get on the mic and talk a little smack, y'all gonna do this and that. I'm telling my friends that's David. So when he was leaving, I'm like, uh-uh, excuse me. Instantly, he said, all right, what's your Instagram? Let's follow each other. He yeah. wasn't Hollywood or nothing. Introduced yeah. me to some other Trinity. And, you know, people be. would think that you're Hollywood. I can't be, yo. I can't Because be. you're an international DJ. Came yeah. from nothing. That was, uh, but you're also <laughs> a tour DJ. Well, you're the DJ for yeah. one of the biggest R&B kings of our generation and yeah. before us. Mr. Usher himself. Oh, Jacquees? David! <laughs> don't, don't, don't come on here! Take a shot for that, because, yo, nah. No, we're going to put that as a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, t- tell us about that. So, basically, um, most of these artists know, like, being in the circle in which I am, playing hip-hop or playing in some of the mainstream clubs, mm-hmm. you meet a lot of people, yo, and you never know who might come back around with an opportunity for you. So mm-hmm. I met I met um I met us a couple times over the past couple over the past ten or something or probably past thirteen years, right? Of me transitioning from Stone Mountain to to the to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So I met I met also two guys, Keith Thomas and um I'm Brian Michael Cox. They're the they're the they're the promoters. Oh, is that what's his name? Keep the beef. Keep the beef. Okay, Keep the beef. yeah. Keep the beef is an A and R for for right. for, our, for RCA records, and he worked very closely with Usher. He's Usher's best friend, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Brian Michael Cox, he produces we, every, every. We, we every know Brian Michael Cox. Everything. We know BMC. I, I got, I got, um, three, um, three hundred million records sold. <laughs> that's my guy, yo, real talented guy. Yeah. So, um, I met them. So, so we're working together on Ladies of R and B, and um, I've been. We started that event. So basically, one night they call me. Um, this was last year. Like one Monday night, for the matter of fact, they called me. I was like, yo, David, um, we have an opportunity. I said, like, what it is? They're like, yo, we have the opportunity to do, to do all of Usher's after party in Vegas and stuff like that, ladies of R&B. I'm like, let's do it. And, you know, they said, yo, the budget, this. I said, nah, man, don't worry about the budget. Let's do it. You know what I mean? So because I saw the opportunity yes. before mm-hmm. I saw the money. You know what I mean? So was the budget it- low? Technically, going in, it was kind of low. But when they saw what we could have done after a couple yeah, of weeks, okay. oh, boy, we could demand anything in yeah. that place. I said, all right, so listen, this tonight is going to be an open bar all on us, right? And then you're just going to give away all them tequilas, all that shit. And we could dictate anything we want with the club because they saw what we brought to the table and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So instant price, price hike. So this is what it is. Sometimes you have to learn... To recognize an opportunity without the money, the dollar sign attached right. to it. Mm-hmm. Y'all listening? You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, even this podcast right here, this thing is official. You know what I mean? It's not too much liquor. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drink your water. Drink your water. Drink your water. Okay, y'all heard what he said. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Even, even, even you guys, as a person, like interviewing and stuff like that, this might even lead to. If you're interested in radio, you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. mainstream radio. You know what I mean? I hear a lot of talent sitting here and you guys asking the questions mm-hmm. and you guys are, you know. I, I'm, I'm not going to give you any props yet because I want to see what I look like on the camera. Wait, wait till you see how crisp <laughs> right. India gets it. <laughs> she gonna get Shout out to our producer. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah get I the sweat no, and everything. No, I didn't get no makeup or nothing like that, so I'm, I'm, I'm watching you, you know what I mean? <laughs> But in any case, yeah, learn to understand, learn to recognize an opportunity without a dollar sign attached to it and stuff. It's not about working for free, but it's like trying to get to the next level. Yeah. How are you going to get to that next level? Yes. You know, so they called me and I did it last year. Also, I did some, some, um, (laughs) I did, I did um, the F1 race with Usher. um, Oh. After party in, in, in Abu Dhabi. They flew me out, and boy, that was a. Even if I got up, even if the price was low for Vegas, uh-huh. that what we well, got we to got go did, to Abu Dhabi. I can only imagine. And then we had an event for one of um for the for for we can't say who the guy is, but it okay. was a, it was he's a billionaire, Ooh. and we did a we did a after we did a party for him in in um, bam, 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 in Florida. And boy, what I got to DJ for that <laughs> make up for everything on everything the road. If I if I did lose, you know what I mean. So so again is and then I did the this year we did the Grammy the Grammy weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we did um the, the, the Dr. J's um what's this anniversary for the Chronic album. What mm. I think oh, it's thirtieth year yeah, for the Chronic mm-hmm. album. 
Usher hosted a skate party and stuff like that. And I guess DJ. who DJ? We DJ. Me and Brian Michael Cox DJ for that party. Brian Michael Cox, okay. Everybody and then Muma was in there. Oh, you know what? You know what's a Muma? Uh, yeah, we know what the <laughs> Muma. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody and their mother was there. King Kardashian. Ooh, um, so um, the, Kardashian. the Kardashians. Um, who was there? Who else was there? Like um, a lot of elite, look. We Dr. we Dr. saw. Yeah, we saw. And then Trust people me, we come be out. on your page. Yeah. 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 No, that's dope. That's dope. So being that you're a DJ in this, you know, we talked about stunting. We talked about you working with artists. Mm-hmm. How does a DJ create longevity in this industry? Um, you know, just mm-hmm. moving from not only DJing in the clubs, but being able to do what you do or like the DJ Khaled, the DJ dramas, all of those people. I mean, Couple things you can do, just expand, just expand your your get out your comfort zone, expand and do great shit. Um, excuse me. Mm-hmm. When I say great shit, I mean like um, try not to just be a part of the what's popping, but try to see if you can step right. out of the box and do some different shit. So let's talk about what you do for Jamaica, right? You know, you are real bad man and wine dance. No, I'm not a bad man. Nah. So tell us about your philanthropy in Jamaica. So philanthropy, who told you about these things? Listen, we said we're professional. Yeah, so basically um, I'm going to start it up this year. Um, So basically I want to target the kids. I can't really do much for the the older and the grown folks right now. I have to do for the kids. I'm starting off with the school and then um, by donating computers and... um, Mm. And, and stuff like that to, to the school and, and stuff. And um, try to see how I can tap in more, especially with my community. And then I want to make it, like, a broader and, and right. you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and stuff to that effect. He so. said, who told you to? Come on. Yeah, they do their homework. You here, They do their homework. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. And then real quick, um, um, well, congrats on doing that. That is super, super big. Yeah. yeah. Talk about you joining V103. So V103 now, um, okay, so I've been working there. Oh, boy. I've been working at V103 since 20, well, 2000, 20, no, 2020. And, um, I was going to say, well, you were on payroll. Well, I was going to say 2000, <laughs> damn. Well, well, technically, technically, with Frank Ski, back in the day, I used to do like a lot of Wednesday uh, mixes for Frank Ski morning show, like the Caribbean mixes Frank during Ski that time. And yeah, in Wanda. The exactly. So I used to do like a lot of mixes for him back then. And um, so now I got hired on, <laughs> in 2020, right? So I was I started January, and then the pandemic hit. Dang! Bam. <laughs> right in the midst of everything. But during during that period, we launched um, um the 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 the, the, the international station V one hundred three International, which mm-hmm. was a big thing for me because we've been saying we need international music right. on V one hundred three. Yes. But here it is. They're creating another station, mm-hmm. which is still a subsidiary right. of, of uh, Odyssey of and V one hundred three. And and then that's where the international stations are is. Mm-hmm. Are you happy with where into um, dancehall reggae Afro beats is going now? So I'm happy that there's a there's there's obviously a lane for it, but at the same token, I think us in the dancehall space can do more mm. because the music that's coming from Jamaica is not something that it's not holding <laughs> like it was before. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. creating them classic. Saying, it, it, it's really not. Yeah, true. and I hate when people say, "Yo, the music has evolved," and 
you know, people, things are going to be, things are going to change and things can't remain the same. All it, nah, bro. With R&B, there's, there's such a thing, there's structures set up within R&B and hip-hop such as A&Rs. You have writers, you have producers. Like, you not find Future just going to a random person to, to make no, a record. No, he's going to Metro Boomin. Right, yeah. or you will not find, and that, and I'm not saying that the dancer art should stick to one producer, but what happened, part of the success of dancehall, you had people like Steely and Cleavy, mm-hmm. you had people like Dave Kelly, you had people mm-hmm. like the guy that produced the entire Scissor album, Fatis, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So these people are professional people, King Jammies. Mm-hmm. So these people are professional people that know what they're doing. And again, I'm not saying not, don't, not to give the kids a shot, but still, even though you're doing your thing and creating your own lane, still see how you can put yourself at least with a professional. Either you have a professional manager or a professional producer or somebody that knows what they're doing. You mm. know what I mean? I've done it before and say, yo. And then the older guys who have to see how they can they can listen to what the kids are saying and see how they can say, all right, I can't really produce that beat, but let me see if... When I bring you one of your guys, I would tell him, okay, so this need more chorus. Put hooks there, put a verse there, then put another chorus there. Give them a structure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think I think we need some work in the dance hall space. And then the content that's coming out is is kind of shoot people in the head. Well, that's for everybody. So, so. You know what I mean? Skin yeah, notes, because look, the topic right. is just... The topic you know is just... Because you know, is, is, you know like, that 90s same. hit and we still like... I heard like, this little girl and it was... Yeah, but I, I feel like that's just music all around nowadays. But, yeah. you know, we would spend a whole ton of time on that. That's for next episode. We'll have to yeah. have you come back for that. Yeah, I'm, ready. Back. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, last segment, the takeoff segment. Anybody you want to give a shout out to that you think is really about to take off in terms of DJ international wise or? There's a lot of crap of DJs. There's a DJ here called DJ Popo. Um, Popo! Shout out to Popo! Popo We know Popo. Yeah. (laughs) Popo, I still have faith in DJ Young Fro. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, DJ Tone, DJ P for Real. P for Real travels with um, Uzi Verg. There's a lot of people that, that, like, yo, put it like this. The crap of DJs that's coming up underneath us right now, Mm -hmm. Oz, the crap of DJs that's coming, that's, that's, that's pulling up, is like, they're super dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, musically driven. I like that. Well, all right. Yeah. Shout out. Well, you survived. <laughs> Shout out to Mixmaster David in the building. Hey, hey, and DJ Bluetooth. Bluetooth too. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I, if I forget your name, just 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 be with me. And DJ Prince Charm. Prince Charm. Yeah. I think I know. And DJ oh, Nino Prince Fire. Charm. He be at Rumpa. Yeah. Nino yeah. Fire. Nino Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? There's a, there's a couple of kids that's that's really killing it. Yo, he got a whole list of people. Yeah, he, yeah. he was like, oh, you yeah, ready to Yeah, because I'm not a hater. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, people say, nah, you know what I mean? I don't really fuck with too much people. You know what I mean? Shout You know what I mean? Fuck them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, his American can't care about them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Mixmaster, tell them where they can follow you. And... Follow me at Mixmaster David. Or better yet, just Google me. Ooh. Oh. I love it. Period. Google Period. Me. Well, y'all know, you know, I'm going to hit the Google stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the oh, meantime, did. follow did. me on all social media platforms at I am Chanel Simone. And you can follow me at it's April B underscore underscore. And don't forget to follow the Flu Here, Grew Here podcast at FHGH podcast on all social media platforms. And make sure you check out every new episode every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And it drops on all Ooh. streaming platforms as well. Listen, y'all, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Peace. Peace.